and welcome to another episode of Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. This is episode 36. Episode 36. I actually remembered which episode we're on. Finally, dude. Because <laughs> you're, you're always surprised. Right? I am. I am. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because we're like, we're getting back into the rhythm. We are. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is this is big. We, we enjoy being here. We actually have the time. You know, it's like, we're doing it. We're doing it on Saturday. No, we're doing it on Sunday. What's happening? Um, I'm glad to be here. I am really happy. I'm happy to be here, man. With all the arm flailing that I just did. Yeah. Um, and with arm flaring, that means that you're, if you're watching this, you can see the new set. Yes. We're in a lot, we're in a comfortable area now, a little more comfortable than the high table we had. Yes. I was literally, uh, I had the, I, I was sitting on the stool and then there would be like two yellow pages under me. Right. Um, but you still be shorter than me. Exactly. If you want to see that, just look at the other episodes. You'll see my shoulder. I'm trying to support myself to right. like stay up. And you're just like. So for those of you that haven't met Arnaldo, he's uh, he's not a tall guy. So I'm about average height. Yeah. Average height, idol. A- what's average height to you? Well, I'm five, six. So you're making yourself feel better. I'm Got average it. height. That's average height. Message us at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm average height. Right, right. I am. Steve will agree. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve Cruz. Steve Cruz. Because we have two Steves that they're Steven. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're yep. Steve. Yeah, yeah. Snowden. Steve Cruz. Steve we, Cruz. Still, we still like you, Snowden, by the way. But Steve Cruz, man, I got to say this. I got to say this. Stop listening to our show. No one Stop likes it. you. Stop. Stop. But with that being said, congratulations on your child. That's right. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Today's Father's His Day. Father, he's a father. He's a father. Oh, my gosh. I so... Who made you a dad? Roberta. Why? That's illegal. And <laughs> it should be illegal. Yeah, no, it should, it should be illegal. It should, it should. You shouldn't be a dad right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, stop listening. So other than that, now that we have Steve off the show. Right. Um his his daily plug. Yeah. His I mean his weekly plug. Yes, yes, know? yes. So he actually listens to us. No, he does, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We don't care though. That's true. So what's up, man? How's your week been? <laughs> It's been good, man. It's been good. Yeah. Uh, I am. Um, it's Sunday, and it is the 18th. It's the 18th today. Yep. Um, I'm almost done with my classes. They finish in August. That's right. So I've almost got done. a couple of weeks. Uh, and I've got to get celebrating two things in August. That's great. Hmm. Hmm. What's no no? What did you say? I said celebrating two things in August. That's great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. Celebrating two things in August, but <laughs> hopefully, I'll be celebrating two things in August. That's right. That's right. That's right. I still got to pass that test, and um, I don't know if there's any EMTs that listen to our show. I'd really love your help. Um, I don't know. Give me some help tips him. on studying. Yes, give me some tips on studying. Give me some. Give me some. Uh, I don't know. Some cheat sheets. I something. Something's got to help me. Uh, just trying to learn all these uh words and like femur and you know tibia and fibula and stuff like that and things that i never knew before or all know. those bone specimens those are bones this is this is the femur right here this is the long bone gotcha this is the patella the gotcha. knee it is not a knee it's a patella right interesting yeah and this is a tibia sounds right like here. i'd eat it the shit exactly the shin is the tibia and then the, the bone next to it is a fibula oh good get right in there mike yeah that's right yeah well you you can edit it in post i don't know <laughs> don't want to do that yep so uh <laughs> other than that man uh had two red bulls which probably explains right this right, right, energy right. that's so happening you you were talking about uh earlier for red bull and why we couldn't uh put yeah okay so we've said their name twice now 
feel free to sponsor us. But um, so, you know, I was having the drink and, you know, Heidel reminds me every time I have a drink, like some type of juice or sometimes or whatever, he always tells me it can't be on camera. Like, I don't know, but you do know. Exactly. But it and then I'm like, but it makes no sense. Like, why would they why would we get in trouble for freely promoting your product or any product for that matter? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to sue us for what? Yeah. Kind of a deal. So it made no sense to me. But whatever. No whatever. I drank it. It's it's down the gullet. Both of them, you know, wired. Um, and I'm glad to be here, man. Just, I know that no, none of my roommates are listening to this. So that's Absolutely not. not. Nothing. I go Absolutely I go to my house. I'm like, hey, man, the uh, the episode's out. And they, they just look at me like. What show? What episode? Yeah. What, what are you talking about? What show? Are you, well, here's the thing. Something is on that, Netflix? <laughs> here's the thing is that nobody likes you, so they don't care about the things that you do. You understand what I'm saying? Thanks, man. Yeah, no I problem. I appreciate that. I got you. I do, I do. Um, well, with that being said, we might as well talk about you, man. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> like, Good, man. Just, uh, you know, I was, I was thinking back. I feel like that after I quit um, uh, my job, like, you know, like full time gig. Right. I figured I'd have more time. I would figured I'd, I'd be more alleviated with with things to do and time to play or whatever. But that has not happened. I feel like I'm so busy all the time, more busy than I was before, um, which is besides the fact because I am here in Soundproof Studios with the new sets, um, we're here in the lobby again, but on the other side with our guitars. I don't know if you remember, but we were talking about guitars in a previous episode. Um, here they are. Here are our guitar collections. It's just three. I have a plethora more, um, but these are the three that I like to put up. Uh, that one I made, so that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so if you're, if you're listening right now, why don't you just... Uh, Go on youtube.com slash under the cardboard box and go ahead and subscribe. Yes, please. We have a total of 90 subscribers right now. And we love that you guys are following us. Yes. But we would love to have more in order to be more embedded into YouTube. You know, I think you were telling me before, if we get like 100 subscribers, we can finally get like an actual URL. Yes, we can. Yep. So we would we would love if you went over there, subscribe to us. We come out with weekly videos uh, about what we're recording right here. You get to see what we're doing, when we're doing, maybe even a little extra. You know, yeah. we got a prank phone call up in there, and uh, we we're, we're we're planning we're planning other other things to do that we think you'll enjoy. So please uh, subscribe to us there um, under the cardboard box. You should be able to find us no problem. Uh, other than that, man, how's how's marriage life, man? It's, it's it's good, man. You know, it's about to be a year. So about to be a year, man. A whole this guy, year. This guy got married whole almost year. a year ago. That's right. Feels like feels like yesterday. So that's good then. That's a good feeling, good man. Thing. Yeah. It's a good feeling growing with your wife that way. That's right. Yeah. That's really, really that's cool. Right. That's really cool, man. I wish I hope I hope I can uh I can share in that one day and just you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally get you, man. You yeah. will. Yeah. You will. Yeah. Whenever that happens. Yeah. So we we were here, we were eating Chinese food. We were hanging out. Uh, Geraldi G came, uh, who's the the co-owner of Sampur Studios, with me. So he thinks. So he thinks, right? Um, and no, uh, no, nah, nah, he is. He is. Let me. No, no. The reason. No, no, no. We can say this. 
We can say this. You know why? Why? Because he never listens to our show. <laughs> Ever. We can, so you just want to say it behind his back. Well, I would say, you know, I would say it in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say it in front of him. But I'm just saying there are things, there are stories I can tell here and no one would ever find out because they just don't listen to our show. But specifically because they don't listen to you. Yes, it's because I'm yeah. on here. Yeah. That's the reason. That's really the reason. Maybe we should get, what was his name? What Steve? Was, no, 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 no. Um, the guy you had when I had. Danny. The, Danny. Yeah. Maybe we should just get Danny back. Maybe back better ratings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way. yeah. It's like people are like. Well, yeah. we're supposed to have an episode soon, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Danny has not been forgotten. Danny, if you're listening, we hope to see you soon. Everybody hopes to see you yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, he's busy. He's busy himself. So yeah, I mean, he's doing his thing. Know, it's, it's this is this is a he, very actually. Uh, let me give him a plug. He actually started his own YouTube, um, uh, the Watchman. I think the Watch Watchman plays something like that. Um, I'll put in the link uh, in the description. the description below. So, uh, and he started his own YouTube channel to do uh, playing video games. He put up his first one. Um, and it's awesome. It looks really good. Okay, he so did his thing. if you guys were fans of Danny or want to support him in this. Head over there and just subscribe to him as well. Yeah. Um, really cool guy. You know, really down to earth. Not like me at all. Uh, so I think you guys will like him. <laughs> yeah. If he's not like you, you guys will like him. <laughs> you see that? I don't... Listen, It it is just... I should just get a, a big old chair and invite all the people who don't like me. And you yeah. guys should all just roast me today. I don't think they fit in the studio. Oh, okay. well, when, when it's done. Yeah. When it's done, it'll be fine. But... We love being here. We love talking to you guys. That's right. And we've actually received mail this time. That's we got right. Some emails. We got, we got a total, a huge total, of two emails. Yes. Does that include Steve? No, I did not include Steve in those. <laughs> that includes Steve. So then there's four because he sent two. <laughs> he said two of them. <laughs> said two emails. Said, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna read it. We're just gonna for Steve. read the gonna emails read just right for here. Steve. Just, for, just Steve. for Steve because we don't like you. So so here's the thing about Steve. Look at my Steven face. Cruz. We're talking no, about no, Steven Cruz. 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 Look at my face. We don't like you. So he uh he wrote here. I'm going to I'm going to say it in the way that he he wanted us to say it. And I'm pretty sure. So if you're from the down under Australia, I'm sorry for uh Forgive him for, for his for butchering. butchering this. Hey Mike. Huge fun here. Love you, mates. I'm tattooing your faces on my chest. I tune in from Australia. You guys have changed my life, which he wrote down, my yes, life. My life, not my life. Not my life, my life. So, Steve Cruz. That's right. Um, his second email. Second email. He heard the episode, the last he heard episode. It, he heard it. So, he said, I am an email. I'm, I'm, I'm going to email Kathy right now. That's for the pastor's wife. Pastor's wife. My right? pastor's wife. For the sin you poured out onto that mic. Luckily for me, I was not able to catch it. <laughs> LMAO, we know you're listening and we don't care. I'm crying. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. I love this podcast. I'm lying. I hate it both. I hate it. Both of you and your stupid faces. <laughs> Look out for my podcast where we speak about Metal Gear rocks in uh, quotations, video games, whatever it's called. But I will take over your podcast listeners. If I'm ever dying and you show up at my door and all, though, please let me die. <laughs> God bless you guys or not. <laughs> Steve, we appreciate you. No, we don't. 
<laughs> we do not. Oh, man. You and your newborn son. By the way, did we say happy Father's happy Day? Happy Father's Day to Steve. Happy Father's Day. And for all you dads listening, put back right the child you found. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's not yours. <laughs> oh, man. Happy Father's Day to Steve, though, for real. For real. <laughs> he deserves it. Um, and all, for all the you guys that are listening. All those you know, all those dads that have uh, poured into their children's lives. Yeah, call your just dad. taking care of them. Call them up. Yeah. And say, Dad, hey, you know, thank you for whooping my butt. That's right. You know what yeah. I mean? I called my dad, you know. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't listen to the show. Obviously not. But oh, <laughs> because my dad speaks... The majority of time he speaks Spanish, but you got to hear him. It's, it's so funny when he it speak, is funny. Yeah, it when is. he speaks uh, English, he's he's like, do not know mine to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. when he's really saying <laughs> it doesn't bother me that you do that. But I love my dad. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dad, this is for you. If you ever listen. <sighs> and for my dad, I called him today. Oh, this was good. Yeah. No, I'm not going to go into that. But <laughs> he. Uh, yeah, I will. I will okay. definitely go. So he uh, he's uh, it's a great dude. You know, lives in the Dominican Republic. Uh, he moved there a couple of years ago. Uh, when you were born about, right? Because he saw you. Yeah, just, he was just like, wow, I'm done <laughs> I'm, having kids. I, this this is not mine. <laughs> yeah, this can't get any worse. So <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, no, I called him today. He was just like, hey, Bobby. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but just asking about, you know, my wife and stuff. So good dude. Good dude. Happy Father's Day, man. He understands English well? Um, here and there, here and there. So, so he'll understand what you meant. I yeah. Guess. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Cool. Will, yeah. Um, so yeah, man, that getting the father's day out of the way, uh, we would love to know what you guys did with your dads. Hey, send us some photos. Yeah. Why not? Cardboard box at gmail.com. Um, we did receive other mail, which is great. We did. We, did. we can, uh, we'll go we into can, it. We can go into it now, or I think maybe the Kodak conversation yeah, Kodak conversation, more like yeah, E3 yeah. since, you mm-hmm, know, we will mm-hmm. be talking E3 and what we saw. We saw a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Lots of stuff. We'll um, get into it yeah, for sure. Definitely. But shall we get into the news now? Uh, yeah, let's do it. The CB News. So we've actually got news to report. Finally. We do. We do. Um, and the first piece of news on uh, MetalGearInformer.com, we get our stuff there. Thank you, Metal Gear Informer. Um, they've actually been pretty cool to us. If you haven't heard us before, we're actually on their website as one of the links. You can go all the way down on their page, and you'll see under the Cardboard Box podcast. Uh, but getting on to the news, Heidel, take it away. All right. So E3 2017 just finished wrapping up uh, this last week and it's been actually really cool thank you it's been actually really cool because it actually wasn't um bad you know there was a lot of good things that came out of it there was a lot of uh not so good things but we're gonna get into uh some Hideo Kojima stuff right now so Sony's Sean Layden has played Death Stranding says it's revolutionary and more in an interview with the Telegraph Sean Layden president of Sony Interactive Entertainment America talked about a bit of Sony's E3 conference and their upcoming games. One of the notable omissions from this year's show was Kojima's new game, Death Stranding. Because of this, the interviewer asked whether this means the game is still just in a concept phase. But according to Layden, this is not the case. It's up and running, he said. It's been aided tremendously after Kojima-san decided to co-opt the Decima engine from Gorilla. 
And gosh, that really gave him a leg up to get up and running and test it and have some prototype levels running. I couldn't explain to you what the game is. <laughs> no one can, my brother. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. Sean Layden and Hyokujima at E3 2017, the interviewer said, uh, the interviewer asked if this means Layden has played some of it, of which he confirmed he has. Then he was asked if it really was a revolutionary as we've heard it is. Layden responded, um, after a thoughtful pause, all that and more, he said. Kojima Productions doesn't want to reveal yet when Death Stranding will be out, probably uh, when your grandkids are born. But Kojima did say the studio has set a release date for themselves and are working towards that goal. We all know, all we know is that the game is supposed to come out before 2019. So great. We have some great pictures here of it too, right there. Uh, we will not be putting these up. <laughs> This let's move on, but Death Stranding. Yes, how, Death Stranding. Okay, so how much did they pay you, Sean? <laughs> you know, for me, it, it feels like maybe Sony is defending it. You know, because I know that like every time this is Sony's money. Let me just tell you, Sony is funding this one hundred percent, backing Kojima Productions up. So for me, as a investor into this right i see kojima buying this buying the latest things posting up and for me as an investor i'd be like all right get to work on this game any minute now you know so i don't know whether he is telling the truth in that he's played it um you know sean Layden is a pretty straightforward guy so i you know i believe him he's played he's it, credible right? he's credible right and he's the president of of the company so take his words uh very seriously so the thing about it though is there hasn't been much room for kojima and death stranding to grow and to cause more of a um how do you call it like pulling me in uh i forgot the word but a lore no no like like to to keep like dormant for a while you know, and, and just let it sit and conceive. Um, but the, the thing about it is he, Sean Layden, you know, whether or not he did go over there, I think Kojima Productions has a leg up in it because of the media and all this, you know, and I'm glad that Kojima stayed back from it. But also, you know, it's more like, guys, really just stop talking about it and just make the game. Because I feel like, you know, Kojima came out with this shirt, talking about bridges and I'm not hating. It's cool. You know, whatever. I, I don't know if you saw that, but he had a shirt <coughs> and he's like, oh, you guys don't know what this means. Yeah, of course you don't know what it means, man. Like nobody does. Nobody knows what this game is about. You know, like that's the point of it. Like no one knows. So of course, like, you know, it's cool. The whole, yeah, you know, uh, what, what does bridges mean or what does this mean? You know? Yeah, dude, no one's going to know because no one knows what the heck this game is about. Not even the person that's funding it, you know? And I feel like that that could be a problem because if you think about it, as an investor and as someone that's publishing this game and everything, you know, you kind of want to know what this game is about. Yes, you want to trust Kojima. You want to trust him and all that, you know, and you want to give him the freedom and the space that Konami could have given him, you know? But as a business person, person as well, like, you know, I'd, I'd kind of be a little worried. I'd be like, all right, let's kind of, you know. You want I, results. Right. I want results. You know, I need to kind of see what's going on here. You right. know, like, 
you know, the games and all the cool things are fun, you know, sure, make a bunch of T-shirts and stuff, but I need to see this game, you know, and it's time to, to dwindle down and kind of get into chronological order of where this game is going to go in the, you know, in the next steps. Um, yeah, so it's not me trying to belittle the game or anything like that because I'm super excited about it. I'm a huge, huge fan, right? Yeah. I'm very excited about it. But as as a gamer, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, confused. You know, I'm a little like, okay, what is this game? Is it a first person, third person, open world adventure, connecting bridges, multiplayer? You know, it's too much, right? It's not focused. I feel like it's not focused. And I feel like that the focus of the game is being lost with all these translations and confusion, right? You don't want to confuse your audience. You want to kind of guide them into like, hey, this is our game. This is what it is. Um, and I just feel like that with the sheer power of Sony and also Kojima behind it, this game is going to sell no matter what. You know what I mean? But is it going to be a good game? We're just gonna this have is the to only chance he has. This is the only chance that Kojima has to kind of like, okay, you're away from Konami now. Yeah. Now you've got to defend the whole thing. Yeah. You've got to I mean, show us that and it's, it's a lot you're of pressure. as good as you think you or yeah. as you say you are. It's a lot of pressure. He's been making uh, Metal, Gear, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid for a long time, 30 plus years, you know? So, um, you know, maybe this could be a roadblock for him and, you know, he does a good job in hiding it, but mm-hmm. who knows? I, you know? I think he's, I think he's worried about making it too much like Metal Gear. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you go for NGS5 with everything that it had in terms of the free roam, the sneaking, yeah. the, the you know, receiving packages and the whole military aspect of it is like, how do you, how do you not compare a game that has so much element in it Absolutely. to create yeah. what it yeah. is and to create something separate from it because yeah. he wants to do something different. That's what he said. It's it's like it's, it's not going to be like a stealth action. It's going to be like a, a a combination. I forget what the combination was, but it's it's just okay. Well, you know, maybe he is at a roadblock, like you said. Yeah. You know, how, yeah. what do I do with this game? <coughs> What's this yeah. game? Or we could be wrong. You know, maybe he has this masterful plan of uh, where he knows he's going. Right, and I think it'll connect with another piece of news we have that you'll read um, after we go over this one. Yeah. So. Let us know what you think of Death Stranding um, at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. We'd love to know. But the second piece of news is Metal Gear Survive. It was actually played at E3 uh, in a tent away from everyone. It wasn't even publicly shown. But this is what they're saying. Better than expected. Now, I'm not going to go too much into it because I'd like to talk to it, mo- talk more about it at under the, you know, at the... Wow. And the um, coded conversation. Yeah, yeah. But better than expected, huh? Okay. Maybe. That's good. Maybe we're going to be surprised by this $30 game. You know, I I was seeing some, um, I was following on Twitter uh, throughout the whole week, right? Uh, E3. And I saw a few, uh, like, people in the media, like journalists and, and, like, um, people out there um, in the industry going to go see this game and play it. So I was just thinking, like, this game what didn't have a booth, right? Like, it looked like it was in a tent somewhere. Hidden. Hidden, like, from everyone. Exclusive, maybe. Right, exclusive. It was definitely behind the doors, and you definitely had to be invited to play. You know, it wasn't like a, um, you know, kind of like, hey, you just come, come walk in and play. It didn't seem that way to me. That's how it didn't seem. Not everybody got to check it out then. Right. So, um, 
yeah, like I said last week, if you temper your expectations with this game and um, you don't see it as a Metal Gear game, it could be a good game. You know, it could Let's be. Hope so it could be. It does. Wait, do you do you hear that? Does it sound like it's raining? I think it is. Hmm. Good thing I brought the umbrella. Good thing. <laughs> That's why I was making the face. I was like, wait, what's happening here? So mm-hmm. we are in New York, as you may know. If you don't, if you hear the rain, don't worry about it. You know? You're not going to hear the rain. Scratch that. All right. So second, <laughs> I didn't mean actually do it. <laughs> you don't have to do it. Do what? I don't know. Uh, here you go. Second. I got it. So next piece of news here is from Amazon.com, which I have open right now. <laughs> All right. Hideo Kojima's advice to Metal Gear Solid movie director. He said, do the same thing as me. Do it with your Japanese thing. Heidel does a Japanese thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, it do a Sakurunai. Uh, Sakurunai. Uh, soda. All right. That's offensive. All right. Do the same thing as me. Betray your audience. We're going to do the oh. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That, that do thing. Do the same thing. Uh, oh. Yeah, he does that constantly. But that's all right. Anyway, at E3 Coliseum, Hideo Kojima was interviewed by director of the upcoming Metal Gear Solid movie, Jordan Vogt Roberts. Probably butchered that name again. While most of the interview was focused on the importance of cinema on Kojima's life and his influence on his work, the Metal Gear series was also discussed. At one point, Vang Robs asked how Kojima deals with criticism, like the complaints about cutscene lamps in Metal Gear Solid 2. He says, quote, of course I pay attention and listen to this, end quote. Kojima responded, quote, but the way people evaluate your things changes with the times. When MGS2 came out, a lot of people were upset with me. You know, people were like, why is uh, Raiden the main character and the cutscenes are too long? I don't understand what you're trying to convey with this. Uh, there are a lot of more people that understand what I tried to make back then, end quote. Uh, he continues by saying, people and I also do this. Uh, will change your perception according to the times. So I think that sometimes, even if the perception is not good at, at that point in the future, 10, 20 years later, the perception might change. Try to keep this in mind when listening to people. Jordan asked if Kojima had any examples of him having an idea that no one gets at the time of explaining, only when it started to take form. He says, every time I think of a plan, I explain what I'm thinking for the game system. The first people that I explain this to is my team. For Death Stranding, I also started uh, by explaining a year ago to the team uh, what I wanted to make. No one got it (sighs) because I was trying to make something new and something different for me. I personally think that if people are opposed to you, then you're on the right track. Still, Kojima needed his team to understand what he was trying to make. So he kept explaining it day in and day out. Lots of explaining, I, I imagine. And while we move forward uh, and do different experiments, little by little, the team starts getting what I want to make. Right now, what I wanted, wanted to achieve is already there and is working. Kojima added, laughing, my team, everyone is convinced we're geniuses. And I was like, no, no, no. I thought of this. Sounds like Kojima. At the end of the interview, Jordan asked, is Kojima, uh, is if, asked if Kojima had any advice to him as he moves forward with the Metal Gear Solid movie. He said, quote, do the same thing as me, Kojima said, smiling, betray your audience, end quote. I did see this interview, the whole thing. Um, it was really interesting. They didn't really get much into, uh, into Metal Gear except for this part, uh, talking about the movie and MGS2 and all that. I think he's still contractually like... Um, 
obligated not to talk about it. So um, that right there just tells me how far-fetched this game is. You know, it, it kind of goes with what I was saying before. Even his team couldn't understand, you know. It really worries me when I heard him say that the first time because it's like, man, if your team didn't get it and you had to explain it day in, day, in, day out, like, that's a, that's, that's a bit of a problem, you know, um, especially for people that are working on this. So, um, yes, Kojima does have, if you didn't know Kojima, he's very arrogant. I don't know if you know this, but his, his name is plastered everywhere in the Metal Gear series. And also, um, and his face as well. So it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So Hideo Kojima, a Kojima game made by Kojima. Yes, yes. So, um, like he's he's very arrogant, which is good because he makes great games, right? Um, for this game, I just feel like maybe he's just he's like he said here, he's experimenting some stuff. So he's he's trying things out. He's trying things out and seeing the reception. Uh, from it, from what I've got from this. Uh, aside from that, MGS2, he's totally right. When we first played that game, I know for me, I was just like, what? Why is this blonde-haired kid in this game? Turns out he was super cool in Metal Gear Solid 4. Everyone wanted to play as him, right? That's why Revengeance came out, all of that. But everyone was really disappointed that you only got to play with Snake not even half of the game, you know? Yeah, because we didn't even get a notice of that. Yeah, it know? was completely like out of the when dark. you when you see the trailer, when you see it's all snake, it's all snake, all snake, yeah. all snake. Yeah. You know, as, and we're excited. It's like, yeah, we're gonna get to play with him mm-hmm. again. But you know, it's funny. I think about it now, and I think about how the game would have been if like Raiden was just like a side character. Yeah, like you played a snake, and then Raiden would show up from time to time. Yeah, and stuff. And I wondered how how the game would be then. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. would I think honestly? I I honest. This is my honest opinion. I think if they would have done it that way, mm-hmm. and Raiden still turned up, you know, turned up the way that he would, we mm-hmm. would still feel the same way about Raiden that we do now. Mm. It's like, oh. Who's this whiny little guy in yeah. part two? Like, yeah. just imagine you were Snake in part two the entire time. Yeah, because right? I feel like in Metal Gear Solid Four, he did that for the fans. He did. He made Raiden that way to be like, no, guys, this guy's cool. We would have still you know? felt that way about him. Yeah, right. And I guess you know they wanted us to feel like get into his story yeah. when really, but I, honestly, it wasn't like that necessary. Yeah. You know his his issues with Rose, his background with Solidus, and this and this and that. I think it was like kind of okay. We get it. You're trying to create another solid snake and stuff like that. Yep. But I'm just saying, if they would have taken it another way, maybe they would have like Raiden would have worked closer with Snake if that's the case. Um, yeah. Yeah. We would have still had a story in which we didn't like Raiden all that much from part two, but once he came to part four, it was like, oh man, now I I want to play as this yeah. guy. Yeah. You know, we I think it would have still been the same effect. Yeah. You know that's. But that's my that's opinion. That's true. We might but, not ever see it. So No, you're right. But but playing Metal Gear Solid 2 now and thinking about Metal Gear Solid 2 now, it's like it was way ahead of its time. You know? for Like, I forgot who told me this a long time ago. Uh, I don't think it was you. I think it was someone else. But they said, <clears throat> this game is way ahead of its time. You're not, you're not really seeing it for what it is. Uh, you know, everyone talks about, oh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 1 is my favorite one or Metal Gear Solid 3 or whatever, you know. But no one really says 2. You know, they're like, oh, two was all right. You know, two was probably my least favorite and stuff. But now it's like, wow, it's it fits with today. You know, like it fits with today. No, don't please don't misunderstand what I'm saying, guys. I really do think that of part two as well. 
I think mm-hmm. part two is really, really like what what it meant to portray and what it meant to do. It was genius. Yeah. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I think it was exceptional. My point is just that we would have probably had the same reaction to Raiden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Given that. Well, um, yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm going for the article for what he said. Like, you know, 10, 20 years later, you will understand this game or whatever, you know? Right. So I hope he's not saying that with Death Stranding because I don't want to play this game 30, 40 years from now and be like, oh, now I understand. Uh, now it. I appreciate and it. And I appreciate it. You know, right. you kind of want to appreciate well, things let, for now. Listen, you know? let's just hope the movie is not. Do not do that in the movie. Do not. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> begin no, no, with snake no, no, no. and then the rest of the movie is with Raiden. Don't, yeah don't this don't is do that this is hard and i feel i feel a little bad for jordan you know because this is going to be his biggest challenge he has not only not only are video game movies terrible like in they history, don't have a good track record they don't have a good track record at like all. anyone who attempts to make a game a movie from a game or even vice versa yeah True. Yeah. Um, has not succeeded very well. I don't think there's any any movies that I've actually seen that I've really, really like. Well, they did really, really well. Yeah. Um, maybe just maybe like I was watching the first Hitman movie. Hitman. Again. Yeah, I was gonna say that Hitman was pretty. Hitman good. Hitman was was good. Pretty good. Was was okay. It captured like kind of an essence. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, but I didn't hear the same thing for the new, the latest one. Nah, me neither. That it wasn't that that good. But yeah, these these movies are um. You've got to be delicate with it. You do. And I think you need the right director. I'm not sure if Jordan is. We'll find out, obviously. He did a great job in, in, Kong, uh, in Kong Skull Island. Um, but uh, he has a lot on his shoulders, you know. And I'm glad he's friends with Kojima, you know. I'm just still very confused as to the licensing on this. Like, how can they be talking about this? Listen, you know? just know we're know. up for hire. You can contact us at Under the Cardboard Box right. if you need some screenwriters or That's right, yeah. some, some actors. You know, Come on. You know. You know? Um, well, you ask Nick. Hint, 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 oh, hint, oh hint, hint, hint. Hey, I, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. So what's the next piece of news? I think, I think we'll save this for the codec conversation. Um, because it's also talking about Metal Gear Survive. Yeah. So let's just move on to the next one in terms of uh, Kojima. Do you have it there, or do you want me to just uh, pass it to you? You can just, you know. I think I have it here. It's uh, Mark Cerny. Yep, I got it. You got it, but you got it. Oh. Yep. All right, so Mark Cerny has seen some Death Stranding gameplay. More Death Stranding. And he said, uh, it's in the best sense possible a Kojima game. In a conversation between Sid Schumann and PlayStation 4 lead architect Mark Cerny about the PlayStation 4 Pro and its benefits, Cerny briefly talked about the Decima Engine and Kojima Productions game Death Stranding. He reiterated that the Decima Engine is a collaboration between Guerrilla and Kojima Productions and that the latter is actively contributing to it. Speaking with the last Death Stranding trailer, Cerny praised the reality of the graphics and the close-up of Mads Mikkelsen's face. Uh, As for gameplay, I have seen some early work, he added. I haven't gotten my hands on the controller yet, but I can say that the game shows a certain clarity of vision. It is, in the best sense possible, a Kojima game. Not much concrete information, but at least it sounds like the game is coming along nicely and has Kojima's touch. Unfortunately, it's not present at this year's E3, but it may appear at one of the shows later this year. Um, thank you, Metal Gear Informer, for that piece of news. Yeah, I just, uh, I think just more Death Stranding um news and we we just got to see we got to wait 
that's it um right the last Death one Stranding. yeah the last one is uh report kojima Konami troubles continue here we go dun, dun, dun. all right so a new chapter in the Konami Kojima drama presents itself. According to Japanese news outlet Nikkei, translated by website Kotaku, Konami wasn't too happy about Kojima's comments on Metal Gear Survive when he asked about the game's last TGS. Uh, speaking at an event, Kojima said something along the lines of, I'm not involved at all, and I don't know anything about it. Personally speaking, Metal Gear Solid is an espionage to me, political fiction. I don't think zombies would appear in such a world. Uh, which he's right. Uh, 